Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith in work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. All right, helping people move from the retirement mindset, which you know when I work for him, we're pounding people. Retirement's not biblical. You have a second half. You may have a reassignment, but you never get to retire. That's not biblical. Unless, of course, you're a Levitical priest, then you get to retire, but then you still have to do mentoring and training. That's right. All right, so helping people move from the retirement mindset to pivoting to a new focus is no small task. Today, we get to talk with a local San Antonio, Texas entrepreneur, Daryl Lyons, about PAX Financial Group and how they live out their faith as financial advisors and help people pivot. We're on location today at the Intergalactic Headquarters for the C12 Group in San Antonio, <laughs> Texas. We've got C12 Mike, C12 CEO Mike Shero is also joining us in studio as we get to talk with Daryl Lyons. Mike and Daryl, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you for having me today. Mike Shero, where is the launch pad then for the spaceships for the intergalactic? It's then, in the backyard. I can show you guys later. Okay. Next to security the, clearance. Next, oh, there's a yeah. security clearance. It so probably it's, has a cloaking it's device. It's cloaked yes. then right now. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Daryl, this is your first time on I Work For Him. I would, uh, well, I, actually, so because it's your first time, but Mike Shero is here. Mike, why don't you introduce Daryl? I mean, talk, give your personal introduction. Man, so I, we could do a whole show of me talking about Daryl, and then you could just say amen at the end, Daryl. You want to do that? And then you'll be really glad you came. That sounds, that sounds great. I was just thinking about the rocket ship in the back. So, yeah. <laughs> so I got to know Daryl and his firm actually before C12, and, so, and then I got to become a customer, and then we got involved in C12 together. Um, one of the reasons I was so excited and said, when you said you guys are going to be here, you've got to interview Daryl is his story, both just personally, his journey with Jesus and business and how the gospel has consumed his heart to impact people. And the work of their business is just uh, unconventional and genuine, and uh, I think it's contagiously transferable to everybody. So I want everybody to hear it because he's a guy who's journeyed, uh, had a literal come to Jesus, Jesus consume his heart, grown in business, and has begun to view business as literally a ministry to people. And uh, in the wealth management world, you guys have known plenty of folks. It's pretty rare to find a wealth management firm that says, we actually want to help middle America because you don't make a lot of money helping middle America, but you can change generations. And so they've, they've had this heartbeat of we're going to change generations through our business. And then just a, maybe an epitome of some of the things that Daryl and his team are about. Um, literally in their office, they got this gong and it, I've been to companies where they got like sirens go off and you get a new account or you ring a bell when you get a million dollar sale. Uh, they hit this gong when a legacy gets changed. When oh. someone gets debt free, when someone raises their giving to 20% instead of 4% it was, or when someone's marriage gets transformed or people get saved. I mean, they're about legacies happening now, not just a big estate gift later. And that's just very uncommon because they're targeting the less likely, least likely market and then celebrating the least likely transaction for a wealth manager to be about, mm-hmm. which just says, okay, this is a weird group. And, uh, <laughs> and then he does it all with us, uh, not bravado, not a, uh, power play, but it, this identity in Christ fueling both who he is and then why they go and serve people this way. So Daryl Lyons is a friend. He's a author of some great books. Um, and he's passionate about people coming to know freedom and change. 
How was that for an intro? Yeah, that was a great. wonderful intro. Wow. How much did you pay him? To, to, oh, that was no. incredible. All right. I love yeah, that. beautiful. Daryl, you left us with the cliffhanger there at the end of the last segment. You're, you're, the doctor there's is blood little, everywhere. There's blood everywhere on the princess dress, which I like that because I know that that impacted your daughter more probably than her finger being disattached. Um, the doctor's able to reattach the, the finger, but your wife loses the baby. Yeah. So um, at this point, I'm, I can't mental toughness extra effort my way through this. So I call up a guy who had a little gray hair and he read the Bible more than I did. And, and even though I appreciated the word of God, I never really got into it. It was just, it was there. Um, and, and, and I was certainly one to get into. And um, I, I enjoyed, you know, some of the debates, apologetics debates, right? I could do that. Uh, but I really, you know, the word of God was, was not something that I really digested, but he did. And his name was Bill Loveless. So I bought him a breakfast taco and I said, Bill, I need to unpack what's been going on over the last three months. And uh, I need you to help un- unwind this and help me figure it out. And I don't remember what he said, but I remember what God said through him. And he said, are you done yet? Are you done living the life I never intended you to live? Are you done with all the worry and all the pressure that you're putting on yourself to perform? Are you done? And I was done. And at that point, I made a commitment to not just not just believe in him and not even just trust him, but just depend on him moment by moment. And so at that moment, I, I completely uh, started to unpack the scriptures and what it meant for the vine branch relationship and and what it meant to bear fruit and i always thought bear mean to manufacture but bear means i'm just simply hold i'm going to hold it and i'm going to be a pvc pipe that allows god's um blessing to flow through me and i wanted more than anything the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness generosity self-control none of those things i could manufacture on my own mm-hmm. and once i recognized that that um, i could manufacture it on my own and that it required moment by moment dependence upon him uh, that transformed my complete perspective. The way I worked, it didn't change my work ethic. It just changed how I worked. And um, that was a game changer for me to realize that there is a God that cares about me. But not only that, that I'm going to depend on him and believe in him and trust in him in each moment. And, um, and and I think that you know the path I was heading on, mental toughness, extra effort, was one that was exhausting that could have led to some serious health is- issues. And he just completely just re- redirected my course. And since that time, I've been sharing that message with others, specifically, you know, men. Uh, but uh, I got to tell you, there's been a lot of women that have that have gravitated towards the pressure that we all put on ourselves sure. to perform, and and that could be as 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 parents and recognizing that <clears throat> apart from him, we can do nothing. And and Bill always reminds me, what part of uh, apart from me you can do nothing do you not understand? <laughs> right. And, and so that's, that, that's my journey. And I know it's a long story, but it was really two transactions that occurred and, uh, it's really been transformative in my life. So at what point in time did the Lord move you to connect your faith and your work? Well, um, you know, I think again, C12 has been a great, um, supporter in that. I think there's, there's a healthy fear that if you integrate the two, that you're subjecting yourself to liability. So being very, you know, being very cerebral about it, you always have this reservation. Well, I've got to keep the two things separate. And so having quite a bit of dialogue with, um, with the C12 group coupled with other Christians who have implemented, um, you know, looking at the Stuart Cathy's of the world and the other leaders that have integrated their faith in the workplace. When I realized that the degree of liability can be contained, you know, you can, you can use good judgment. Uh, you know, if we have a Bible study, I don't force people to go. Uh, once I understood the liability and I realized that I could accept it, I think that was a very, I had to get through that. Then it became, Hey, 
you know what? I don't have to be two different people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can I can be the same person Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and just live out my faith. It just it was a, de- a degree of freedom. So it was certainly the the recognition me as a leader that I needed to depend on him, and then the encouragement of peers. Right? That's why in Hebrews it says, "Do not give a, give up meeting with one another." Uh, that encouragement. Um, helped me realize that, hey, I can do this and I should do this. And and then it was freedom after that. So when you were um, participating in the C12 group, were you already a financial planner at that point? I was. So how did you then make a shift if you were already doing something and then you saw a different way of doing it? What did that look like? I think it was more than anything. It was, first of all, living out authentically. Um, I, I, you know, the, the biggest challenge is trying to implement something that you're not really doing yourself. And so I think for me, it was just trying to be authentic in my own faith and Mm -hmm. leading that out. And then um, when God put it on my heart to, uh, to love on people in a very unique way, uh, I I think that, that I had to start trying to figure out creative ways to implement that. And so let me give you an example. Um, One of the things that I do every week is I send out an email to my team and this email says your uh, team of, of employees and my employees so and how many about is 20 okay so I send out an email and it says GTD and that's a, and that means get to do things that I get to do this week things that I, it's a play on words I mean I could put I have to do this but it's mm-hmm. get to do and then I put my high and my low of the week um, my high of the previous week and my low of the previous week and then everyone in turn responds back Everyone in the office, usually it's a reply all, and they'll respond back and say, here's what I get to do this week, which is, you know, I got to go to a conference or I've got to do this. And then my high of the last week was, hey, I got to go to my kid's birthday party. We had a great time. Or my low is we might have cancer in my family. Mm. And so I get to wrestle with life real time. So I think it, what happened was um, there was an authentic desire to love on people. And then how do you – then I started to try to wrestle with ways of how do you systematize those things a little bit more to where I don't become disconnected with people. And that's one of the things that we just get around a boardroom and start wrestling with these ideas and they kind of come to fruition. You know, you had the opportunity, you, you mentioned in your story that you, you were planning on going to Chicago or to wall street. You were, you were planning on being, becoming a, a big part of a big firm. You decided to stay here in Texas and have a, a smaller firm, 20 so employees working with middle Kind of, you know, not, not the wealthiest of clients, but the middle class clients, the, the everyday individuals yeah. that don't have billions of dollars. What, what made you, I mean, you, you shared how the Lord shifted it, but when you went home and shared what, what uh, Mr. Loveless shared with you and you shared that with your bride and you said, I think maybe my plans are going to change. What, how did she respond to that? Well, you know, actually, I've got to tell you that that wasn't the catalyst for me making. That was the catalyst for my transformation of as a Christian, but it wasn't a catalyst for the decision to not go the Wall Street path. Hmm. The catalyst for that decision was as I was with some big firms, and um, I saw, and this was God just giving me wisdom, I saw that there was going to be a complete disconnect between my family and my career path. And, and I was going to have to make a decision. I also reflected on a time that God unique. See, I believe that every, we all have a life story and God uses stories in Romans eight twenty eight. There was a time I saw my dad cried in the 1980s when the SNL crisis happened and he lost everything. You guys may remember that time, but it was devastating in San Antonio. It was the only time I saw my dad cry. He completely lost his job. We lost everything and it just went really south from there. And it painfully impacted me as a child. 
And I'll never forget, I never want that to happen to me. And the only way I can avoid me getting fired is to be my own boss, hmm. right? So God used eight, Romans 8.28. He used that story, and I never forgot it. And I said, I am going to quit this Wall Street path because there's a disconnect between family and work. And then I, I was fearful of that key that wouldn't work one day and that I'd get fired. So I started Pax Financial Group with a couple other guys. So um, how has how have you seen that lay out? I mean, how have you been, how did you decide to impact your clients in a way that was going to make a difference here in San Antonio? Oh my goodness. Uh, there's so many different ways. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's sometimes just, uh, I, I think for me, I'm always looking for God, right? So like, okay, what's God doing today? I want to have this awareness of what God's going to do. And so when a client sits down in front of me, um, there's sometimes where, you know, I try to use good judgment because there's a professional, you have to have a degree of professionalism, right? I can't just start kind of preaching on them. Um, but if I can give them hope, that's a big mm -hmm. deal. So the other day, uh, we had a client that, um, had a dream of getting an RV and, um, he said, I'm not getting an RV. I refuse to it. There's no way I can't afford it. And I go, you're telling me you can't afford it. I'm your financial guy. Like I know what you can afford. There's something else there that you're saying. And so um, I pushed him a little bit. He ended up getting an RV. Now him and his wife can fulfill their dream and do great things, right? So that's a little – that's awesome. That's more secular, but it's really cool that I could provide hope. There's other times where people are in despair. They're going through divorce. I'll pray with them. Other times that they have no hope, and they're at a point where you can tell they're broken. The Spirit leads me. Let's pray. We're going to accept Jesus Christ right now as our Lord and Savior. We're going to make a, a complete U-turn in life. So really trying to be sensitive – to the spirit. Sometimes it's just giving them a degree of hope and then continuing to build that relationship. Uh, and other times it's, Hey, this guy's at the bottom or this girl's at the bottom and we need to do something different. So Jim asked you about your name, PAX financial and PAX being about peace. So when did the decision to pivot and make this organization be an agent, a catalyst for people finding peace, not just people making money? When did that yeah, uh, it's a good question. And you know, you guys have already asked a ton of good questions. Frankly, they're very difficult questions because the questions, the way y'all framed them <clears throat> is when did that happen? Like, what was that event? And and I got to tell you, there's oftentimes it's a process, not, it's a process right? And right. so, um, so sometimes I feel like I'm not answering you directly. So I apologize because a lot of times it's me just kind of thinking through things. It's your story. It, the Lord does it on his timing. Okay. It's okay. I'm very cerebral. So I kind of think things through and, and, um, and that's good and bad as we know. But, um, in that case, first of all, I had three, uh, two other partners and they're awesome people. You know, I'm Andres Gutierrez and Joseph should and, and they've really been impactful in my life and making me the man I am today. And Andres is, um, his family's from Mexico. So when we were looking for names, we wrote a bunch of names out, and he liked the X in Pax. <laughs> he goes, I like the X. But but Pax, when I put it on the table, it was Latin for peace, right? right. And Dave Ramsey, um, we've had a great relationship with Dave Ramsey out of Nashville. And so he has Financial Peace University, mm -hmm. and we taught those classes, and we were seeing transformation. So we were just standing on the shoulders of giants before us and uh, wanted to continue what he was doing and, and find a way to do that in our own unique way. But we hadn't figured that out yet. We just knew we wanted to stand on the shoulders of somebody great, and that's that's really the, the transaction there. Daryl Lyons with the PAX Financial Group. Thanks so much for being on iWork for him today. Uh, this has been fun, y'all. been great. Really Thank appreciate you. it. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I Work For Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. 
And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iWorkForHim and online, iWorkForHim.com. 